Good day, everyone. You're listening to Co-Opt Up on the Cabin Hub. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Co-Opt Up, where four friends gather around and talk casually about anything and some things. My name's Kenny, and today I'm joined by my two good friends this time around, Alan. What's up? And Connor. I am here. We're going to have a no-show for Cameron today, just because he's spending his sweet week with his lovely uh, girlfriend, and uh, they're probably living it up right now. And we are just three bums sitting on the internet, doing whatever the fuck. What if I'm standing on the internet? Are you standing? <laughs> you're no, you're <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. Don't, don't even try to put up a front. Okay. Today, we're talking about our childhood dreams, what we uh, dreamed about becoming as a child in terms of occupation, and how that has sort of changed throughout the years and our current situation, like a reality check. And before we get to that, Jesus Christ, and before Sorry, we get to that, let's, uh, let's go ahead and recap about... our past week. All right. Uh, if you want, I'll start. Yeah, go ahead. I've done nothing. I'm kidding. I've uh, I've edited videos. <laughs> I've uh, what did I do last week? I gotta think. I don't remember what I did. I think I was just depressed all all week. <laughs> Were you? I think I was pretty down in the dumps. I don't know why. It felt like who not let in a good this happen mood. to you? Not enough sun. Which probably not enough sun. You know which which slut broke your heart, King? You did, slut. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, how could you do that right. to me? All right, my turn. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's my turn. It's going pretty good. Oh, shit. Uh, Is it going pretty good? Things are nice and calm. I just had some apple cobbler with some vanilla ice cream. You know, like, how, can, how the fuck can I complain right now? I can't. So shut the fuck up, Connor. Anyways. <laughs> Dude, you just had a conversation with yourself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not even intoxicated for this one. It's just... It's just me being, you know, just straight goofing. Um, no. Well, this week's been really nice. It's been pleasant, and work hasn't been... I've had... This is probably the most calm I've ever been at work lately. So Really? Wow. Yeah, that, that's, like, that's, that's saying something. Like your competence, competency is just, like, through the roof right now? Um, I wouldn't say it's entirely competency, but it, we... Things outside of my control are not bad right now. Everything's nice and calm, so it's it's that I'm I have I'm competent, but at the same time, nobody's going out of their way to make shit harder. Oh, okay, okay, that's good. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm in I'm in a good spot. Awesome, man. So let's uh, for me, you? my past week. My past week has been uh, kind of uneventful. It's kind of, well, it's, I've really just been swamped with um, school because, goddamn, uh, who, who knew that uh, taking uh, online classes for grad school is going to, like, fuck me up this much? Uh, it's only been, like, the first two weeks, but uh, it's, it's, it's rough. It's real rough. Um, I've been editing. Um, nothing, nothing's really happened. I haven't really had the chance to do anything. I really want to go out and eat, though. I'm really craving some ramen, so I'm thinking I want to go out to eat some ramen station about tomorrow. Ooh. I will not join you, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wish I could go. Yeah, I'm really craving that, that noodle the, and soup. That little widow noodle. <laughs> what was that? That widow noodle. That makes me very uncomfortable, brother. Regardless, uh, let's go ahead and dive into our topic for this week. Childhood dreams. Okay, Connor, tell me, what was your, like, childhood dream job? Um, my childhood dream job was a mad scientist. Are you serious? Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wanted to, like, like, in my first grade, I was just, like, writing, like, fucking nothing. On my notebook, and I'm like, and I would draw like a picture of like a scorpion, and I'd be like, oh, this fucking means something. I gotta get this. I gotta get this published now. <laughs> you were right. So, wait, where did the mad scientist come from then? Mm, I, 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 just like the stuff, the stuff I thought about, the stuff I do, 
it just made me always think like, oh, it's like what a mad scientist would do. Like, I'm not necessarily crazy, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you, no, gotta, no, you, gotta no, you gotta get out there to concoct that shit. I'd be like, listen, I'd be the bad scientist that makes all the scorpions like way harder to kill. <laughs> like you would increase their uh, what? evolutionary increase whatever the, i would i would increase the challenge rating that they have so <laughs> someone would try okay. and get... <laughs> no um i don't know just I mean, make them bigger just make them bigger make them uh just make, yeah just make them bigger make them a little sexier you know like oh, making wow. the size of a lobster like that's intimidating that is intimidating Are you kidding me that's very intimidating i agree I, wouldn't want I think to. I had the same, like, uh, um, well, maybe not that it wasn't my, like, go-to dream job as a kid, but, like, I had that inkling, too, like, I wanted to be a mad scientist, but only because when I was younger, I used to take baths, and what, what? I would do is I would mix, like, different shampoos and soaps together. Like, I would just be, yeah, well, here comes the water, here comes the shampoo, here comes the Dove soap. Okay? And uh, I would just keep doing that, and it, it felt so good just to, like, mix stuff together. So I was like, oh, perfection. I'm super clean now. I'm a genius. That's where my mad scientist thing came from. Damn. And you were a genius. I was a, fucking, you, Alan? I was a fucking idiot that reported um, children's books in my desk. As long as I can remember, I really wanted to be an archaeologist when I was a kid. Could you pronounce that as a kid? Yeah, I could. <laughs> Honestly, really? I knew more about dinosaurs back then than I do now. Yeah. Whenever somebody handed you something, you would just be like, "It belongs in a museum." What? That was a oh. That was uh, man, just like really, I really like dinosaurs, and I thought they were really cool. Oh, I had yeah. like books and books and books on dinosaurs. I, I just I said, "Hey, I'm gonna make this a career." Oh, really you were a dinosaur kid. Yeah, I was doing an Indiana kid. Jones reference. I wouldn't know. Never okay. watched it. Do you know what stopped making you be a dinosaur kid? Yeah. Oh, be a dinosaur kid? I just got into like ancient stuff instead. He got into I ancient to be an Greek. anthropologist oh, then. Fuck off. It was ancient Greece, you Percy Jackson motherfucker. I am. I mean, I'm what not going gonna... to. What, what made you what like. Made me, what? Like, like stop, stop all completely? Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you really like look at what you need to do to become any of that, it's like hell. Sure, like you got to be smart. You got no stuff. <laughs> you know, we got, like, not a lot. No, it's basically, like, the colleges that offer those are, like, super fucking expensive. So I would never be able to do it. Would you, like, in terms of, like, st like a, a career still, like, would you pick a career that still had, like, had to deal with, like, traveling and such? I don't know about travel. I, the, the traveling isn't the part that excited me. It was just like the learning. Oh, it was just the, the learning of dinosaurs and parts? Yeah. That's all I really cared about. I didn't care about traveling. Huh. Yeah. I really like that. That was, that was my, my, my big thing. Did you guys ever get mm. this inkling that like, you wanted to be like, like, a, like a policeman or a fireman or something no, like that? No, never in my no. life. Never like someone, my life. someone who works on the force? No. Um, no? No. Never. People are scary, dude. I don't want to fucking deal with them. It's exactly, either dude. it's either scary people or fires. Fuck that. Uh, I just thought it wasn't like my my thing. It's not my thing. Like, my I thought I thought I just it was like I saw policemen and I just thought they were cool because they had like tasers and a stick. I was like, first off, there's no other job where like people just hand you a taser and you have that as equipment. At least in my childhood mind. And you had they had a like a cool baton stick. And I was like, I love sticks. I need him. Damn, so I was like, him? oh man, maybe I should be a policeman. Looks so cool. I, did I was also like really big on the uniforms too. Damn. Why? The uniforms are so cool. Like, like even about... now, I still think the uniforms are so cool. Like the utility belt, I think is so awesome. You, were you a Batman kid? I was a, well, I wasn't like a Batman kid per se, just because uh, I, I wasn't too into like american superheroes i was more of a, a common rider kid and like that super that's like a japanese superhero that's like, um that's like and they japanese have like awesome belts yeah yeah like it's, it's like the 
Oh gosh, it's it's not like I guess it is like Power Rangers. They transform and such. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But they had like they always had these awesome belts, and I I loved it. I love belts. Can't get enough of them. When I don't have belts, you know, my dangly bits just hang. Anyways, as a kid. <laughs> as a kid, yeah. Oh yeah. I think I went through a lot of transitions as a kid of about what I wanted to be. Uh, I think first I wanted to be like an astronaut because I thought space was cool. And then uh, the mad scientist thing came along. Yeah. And then I wanted to be a chef. Damn. I wanted to be a chef just because I loved watching Hell's Kitchen with Chef Ramsay. I was like, oh, damn, dude. When I get older, I'm going to go prove to Chef Ramsay that (laughs) he doesn't know. That much. <laughs> Just imagine if, like, you feed him something. He's like, Kenny, this is the greatest thing I've had in a very long time. And they're just like, I'm going to be honest with you, Gordon. You don't know much. What does that yeah. mean? Yeah, Gordon, if you're, such, if you're such a good chef, tell me what's in it. Yeah, and then you just drop her apron and say, I don't know about you guys in Hell's Kitchen, but I'm ascending. And then you just leave. Then you do host host Heaven's Kitchen. Heaven's Kitchen? Oh, man. It's where where you have a bunch of really good cooks and you try and tear them down. Bring them back down to hell. I'm really sorry. It was was, was, uh, atrocious. (laughs) That, 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 like, uh, dream to come a chef didn't last long. Because uh, uh, during middle school, I figured out that I really don't like preparing for cooking. And ever since I learned that, I just stopped cooking. So I was like, you know what? That's dumb. It takes too long. Like, you have to prepare chicken. Like, if you want to eat good chicken, like a fancy chicken, you have to like, prepare it overnight and stuff. And put a like bunch got, of like, seasoning on mar- it and do all the stuff. You marinate that shit. Yeah, like marinate. It's just like, ugh. That's so no. dumb. I don't want to do that. That's so dumb. Like, I mean, like, people do it. And then, like, it, it does pay off later because it tastes freaking delicious when people marinate them. But mm-hmm. I just did not want to do that. No way in hell will I ever do that in my life, I don't think. I think I'm good just putting frozen chicken nuggets in the microwave. Oh, a little chicken nuggy? Yeah, a little chicken nuggy, so maybe chicken tender, or maybe some macaroni oh. and cheese. Or that maybe I'll just get mac uh, ravioli from the can. Sounds nasty, brother. Dude, I'll eat anything. My body is literally a trash intake. Don't treat yourself like that, bro. Dude, I'll eat anything. You're you're worth more than that. Don't do that, you dumb bitch. Um, Okay. (laughs) uh, Do you want to go next, Alan, or should I? Uh, You go ahead. Okay. Started off as mad scientist, and then I wanted to become a philosopher. Oh. Uh, what the heck? What? Yeah. What, what kind of leap was that? Because 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 it wasn't a leap. It was me getting off of that stone, going on a different one. And um, my issue was this was around the time when I was uh, I was getting depressed, and so I was like, "What's going on?" So I just kind of wanted to figure out what was going on, and uh, needless to say, I kind of did, but. Uh, after that, I found out that uh, being a therapist was a thing, and then I wanted to be that. And then a year ago, I found I found out I didn't want to be a therapist. And then I want to be a school psychologist, and here I am. Dang, that was your whole journey. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really think about my occupations all that much until probably like the end of high school. Oh, dang. I thought about it all the time. No, I was just, I was just kind of like living in a very small world in my head. Yeah, I feel that, okay, brother. Okay, I feel that, brother. You feel me? So, and for you, Alan, were you just archaeologist all the way? No, so I was archaeologist, and then I was like, mm, I don't know what I want to do. Maybe I want to be an anthropologist. And I was like, anthropology, okay. And I'm just like getting through my my day at school. And then, like, I realized, damn, this shit isn't going to work out. 
And then I took a, a class for computer science and I was like, hey, maybe I can try this. And then I did it and I didn't like it. But then I, you know, I was in college already and I was like, fuck. Damn. Uh-huh, okay. Fuck. <laughs> That's pretty fucked. Like, I, I think I'm so different just because I, I, I went through so many phases of what I wanted to be. Like, after wanting to be a chef, there was a, like, there was a period of time where I was like, do do I like want to just work at McDonald's? Because I was like looking for a job. Like this was maybe fifteen, sixteen years old. I was I old mean, enough to get jobs. So I was like, maybe I should just like work at McDonald's and like work my way up, and to become like a manager or something. I was like, that doesn't seem so bad. And then I got a reality check because I brought it up with my parents, and they're like, "There's no fucking way you're gonna work at McDonald's for the rest of your life." So I was like, "Oh, okay." Okay. My mom said my mom's first ever job was at McDonald's and she fucking hated it. And so oh, yeah, like my brother worked at McDonald's and I was like, oh man. Like you oh, get yeah. coupons and stuff? Oh, I was like, oh heck yeah. I remember uh I I almost got a job. It was about my senior year of of, of high school. I almost got a job at an Applebee's. Both and they're like, You you graduating soon? I'm like, yep, yeah. like where are you going? Duluth. And then immediately they're like, nope. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I was I was so bitter. I was like, I actually like they had a fucking job fair and everything, and then they denied me because of that. And I was just, oh man, that's tough, you know, brother. And and in the grand scheme of things, at least I'm lucky enough where I didn't actually like 100 percent need it. Like I could be in like a really shitty part of like really shitty situation where I actually need the money, but I didn't. Also, I mean, it's also an Applebee's. I mean, like, how badly do you want to work at Applebee's? Pretty badly. Mm, pretty badly. You know, those, those, uh, those fucking triple chocolate meltdown, whatever the fuck that is. I'd slurp one of those bad boys up every night. Ew. You don't have to, you don't have to pay me tonight, sir. You just gotta get me, you gotta get me my, my, my toll. My triple chocolate meltdown. Hold oh, slam. Slub it down my throat. That's a little bit That's, too intense, brother. I, I don't know about that one. I don't think I've ever had that, and I don't think I ever will. It's actually, realistically, it's really pretty. It's pretty decent. It's definitely artificial shit, but you know, whatever. I mean, I've had this issue with chocolate, where like, over. I mean, chocolate used to be my favorite thing ever. I'd eat it all the time. But you know, when you just have enough of it, it's like I think I'm done for life. I think chocolate's done. Like I don't need that chocolate for life. I can't like I'll, whenever it's there, like I'll snack on it, maybe. But like it's just like every time I eat it, even like Hershey chocolates, you bitch. Like, it's, it's just like, oh, uh, you know, I don't need this. This is too much. You're like, you're like, a, you're like a. Are Buddhists the one that try to gradually give up all desires so that they can ascend? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I gave up pizza. Well, you didn't really give up pizza. You never fucking liked that shit. I mean, if, chocolate pizza. Well, the thing is, uh, I don't hate chocolate. Like, I'm, I, I don't give it up. But it's just like every time I eat it, it's just like, I don't need uh, this is too much. Uh, I, I, that was a bad decision. Like, I don't feel good eating chocolate. I don't feel Why good not? eating this chalky. It's like, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's because I always get Hershey chocolate or like some variation of like that chocolate snack. Like Kit Kats too. I love Kit Kats, but the thing is, I can't eat them anymore. Is it too much chalky? It's too much chalky. Why? Because my body has built up this like, like message saying, you know, Kenny, tolerant. Fuck chocolate or anti-tolerant. It, it's not good for you no more. Like I know it was your favorite flavor as a kid. Like you put it on ice cream, you put it on cake, you put it on fucking marshmallows to make s'mores. <laughs> but it's just like. <laughs> no more. You can't do no this more. Now. You know, I I kind of feel that way when it comes to sugar, like sweets. Now I can't eat a lot of candy anymore. Yeah, it's like if you like if you're eating a Jolly Rancher, it just doesn't hit the same. I I can go fucking hog deep into anything that's like savory. What the fuck? Why do you say hog deep? Oh, just relax. Hog deep. Anyways, sorry, he kind of derailed our discussion, Kenny. Fucking freak! What are you okay. reading into that? Jesus Christ! Sorry, but, sorry. Uh, um, 
I can like eat like a whole pizza. I honestly, if I really tried, I could eat like two whole pieces. But like, if I had two chocolate bars, I'd feel fucking disgusted. I'd be on the floor. Yeah, like you can't. Even though it's like good initially, like if you it's chew at first. eat chocolate yeah. for like more than thirty seconds, it's like okay, you know what? Stop, stop, no more. I can't do my this anymore. Br- my, like my like, it's like finally connecting with every part of your brain where the first part of your brain is like, oh, it's just good, and then the other part is just like, oh no. <laughs> it's like what the fuck are you doing? Stop. <laughs> so do I do. I do have a question. You died from this. Pertaining to what, what we've been talking about. Sure. Um, like, what do you think about, like, what's, what's the job you, you always, from the start, never wanted to do? Uh, I don't think I ever wanted to work in an office, like, like a blue-collar worker. I think that's, that's just never been the life for me. I think... I think I could work in an office. I think I can make an office work. I think... I did not want to be a soldier. I I, oh, I was... Oh, sure. Dude, I, soldiers I, are so intimidating. I've never wanted to go into the military once in my life. You know, I, I thought when my dad was... Not my dad, my grandpa. When I learned about like his experiences in the Navy, I was like, oh, maybe the Navy. And then I think about how much I'd fucking regret it and I'd hate it. and. Then I just apply that to everything. Like, there's no way. Which, which is mm. why whenever, whenever we, whenever I hear about like drafts potentially happening, I get drafts. Oh it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like, like, like whenever America does some dumbass shit, like I think we bombed. Um, I'm not sure if it was Iran or Iraq. We 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 bombed a place. People were like, all right, get ready for the drafts, boys. Oh yeah, was, that was recent, wasn't it? Like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was never well. That was a, uh, I was like this January or February actually. And this year, I was, really? Yeah, no. It, it we we bombed an important uh, member of, I don't know what military. I can't tell you because I, COVID's kind of wiped my pre, pre yeah, like, COVID history brain. <laughs> whatever whatever news or politics that was happening in 2019 and early 2020 it's, it's has window. been wiped. Yeah, it's it's but, gone. But, like, I always would hear people saying, you know, get ready when, when they start initiating the draft. And I'm just like that because I don't want to kill anybody. And I think the thought of dying away from home is terrifying. Mm. I think kind of like blows. <laughs> just blows. Kind of blows, yeah. It's kind of like this is not cash money. It's not cash money at all. I think, I think I'm in the same boat. Um... Uh, I remember my brother was in ROTC, and I and I started mm-hmm. because he was in ROTC. I was like, "Isn't that like the class to train in the military?" Is like kind of not really, but it's like yeah, it's like a little like a like pre simulation of what it might be like for boot camp and stuff like that. I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then I started thinking more about it, mm-hmm. and I came to this realization that don't like people die? get hurt and die in the military <laughs> because i mean yeah. you see, you see yes. like these ads on tv and like being they hype up being a soldier and like being part of the national army is it's it's like, well that's proud, pretty cool the brave. yeah so i was like oh man that's that's kind of cool and then it just dawned on me that wow that's kind of i don't know if i'm ready to to do that that that's just not good. I'm I'm a yeah. weak little boy. I'd say I I agree. Yeah. I, like I'm the kind of I'm the kind of person that would die first in a zombie apocalypse. Uh not me. I'd die five minutes later. Damn. Only five You'd be minutes. second. Yeah. After you, after I push you into in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I pull your shirt into it and then that's where we'll die <laughs> bitch <laughs> oh man that's good that's good shit what was, a, what was a job for you Alan that you, you knew you did not want I don't, I don't like office jobs at all office jobs yeah and guess what buddy yeah 
I got an office job. Working one now. What's your office like uh, when you worked in the office? Uh, I work in a big cubicle and it blows. I don't, not around anybody else. Just very lonely. It's like go in, sit in my cube, do my shit, take a lunch, go home. You know, it, I mean, I've always been interested to like, shadow a person that works in a cubicle because I don't, don't want to work in a cubicle because it sounds like <laughs> agony but I've always wanted to see what enti- an entire day is like working in a cubicle no you don't brother <laughs> you don't Trust maybe me. if you could like like stream yourself working the entire day why would I do that I don't know <laughs> just so I can get it like a little taste no what I'm it's not like. do it okay <laughs> Like, I don't see any point in doing it. Sure, sure. But the thing is... No, no, never mind. Never mind. The point it's is like, what? If, 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 I want, if I want to experience it, I can't. Just because I know I would leave immediately. Okay. When you go into work, like, do you have to wear a uniform and everything? Uh, Just, like, decent clothes. Like business Basically. casual? Like business casual, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Um, for me, it depends, um, because, uh, it depends on whether the kids are going to school or not. Mm. If the kids go to school, I have to wear business casual. If not, I can, I can wear whatever the hell I want. Oh, okay. Do, so you work with kids. Do, do you, does your, do you like work next to a school or something? Oh, yeah. I have a school right next to my campus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Never really thought about that. I, because right now, I want to become a teacher, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I've always thought, like, wondered about teachers. Just because when you think about a teacher, you, like, don't think about them having a life, really. You think, like, really, all they do is teach. And like if I mean, if you see them in a public space, they're like, "Oh, what the hell? Is, what the hell is he doing there? Is he teaching here?" Like I remember walking into in like a like some sort of restaurant. Actually, no, 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 it wasn't a restaurant. It was like a like a, a like a mall strip, strip mall, whatever it's called. And uh, I I remember like seeing my fifth grade teacher there, and I was like, "Oh, oh, oh no!" It's like when you try to hide your face. It's like, oh, this is this is so weird. So I thought, my teachers are like the coolest people, but also kind of the most weird and awkward. Oh yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I think it's the fact that you're you're facing down authority in like a totally different scenario, and it's just like you get embarrassed. I think that I think the issue is is that like with I think the mentality with a lot of teachers is like I always have to have some amount of authority over you. For me to guarantee proper, for me to guaranteed, or fuck, how do I say this? For me to teach you properly, to like guarantee that I will teach you properly, because like some kids, just if if they if they don't feel slightly intimidated by you, there are some kids that will not fucking try at all. Oh sure, yeah, I get that. So like, I think. Throughout my entire life, I've I've always admired teachers, but it wasn't until probably like three years, my junior year of college, where I was like, I, like it was like really like coming down to the wire, like what do you want to be? You know, you're graduating soon. What do you want? So I was like, I don't even know. And then I started talking to one of my professors, and uh, I remember them talking about my writing. I was like, well, maybe my writing's fine. So, uh, like, I, I guess I could go into, like, uh, some sort of tech department where I have to, like, write manuals, like a technical writer or something like that. Maybe I could do that. But then I remember I also gave a presentation 
And people were like, you know, Kenny, you're really good at presenting stuff. And I'm like, really? Oh, shucks. <laughs> I'm getting so embarrassed. Thanks. And then I... <laughs> You're an absolute and, fucking bitch. Oh, really? Shit. I know, right? It's just like people are like Kenny. You're so good at pre- presenting. Like, uh, you you make things fun, lighthearted. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> so cool. So, uh, yeah. And then I thought, huh? Maybe I become a teacher. And then I remember having this discussion with my parents. Like, maybe teachers being a teacher is like they're about to go. But then, like, my parents were like, you know, teachers make almost nothing. They make like the bare minimum living wage. So I was like, uh, I don't know. And then there was like this whole push back and forth between uh, me and my parents until finally I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to be anything else. I really want to get nailed down this teaching thing. And then um, uh, eventually um, over course of a year of trying to convince my parents, I finally got them to cave in. And uh, it's it's been on the up and up ever since. Goddamn. I mean, as long as you know what you want to do, brother, I'll yeah, support you. Feels good. It feels good. But the thing it's is, good. also, God, it's it. The Rona just has to hit at the worst possible time, man. Yeah. I was like, oh man, I'm getting into my first field experience. This is gonna be great. Bam. Uh, nope. I, yeah. You know, it was kind of funny. Um, this is going to sound weird, but there was kind of like a strange comfort, in a sense, where when I when I finally rejected the offer for uh, clinical counseling, mm-hmm. I was freaking out, and I felt like the world was getting so ahead of me. And when COVID happened, it felt like everything kind of slowed down. And I felt bad for others, for sure, but there was this strange kind of relief where it's like, at least I'm not the only one now. Oh, sure. And, and I guess it's kind of like a selfish attitude to take, but there, it was, there was definitely a relief in that sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I think, I think although Rona is like such a terrifying situation to be in, I think the entire world has like taken a pause to really reflect. I think everybody's been in that kind of mood. Like, I was talking to, like, my younger siblings who are going to school now, and they're like, oh, well, I don't know what to do. So I guess I'll just, you know, watch TV or play on my tablet. So I was like, oh, really? Okay. Oh, well, I mean, are you sure you, that's the only thing you want to do? They're like, uh, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but I think it's starting to uh, get them thinking about what what they want to do, just because I feel like... Uh, like they're they're engaging with like very specific stuff nowadays. Like they're not just playing games, and they're not just watching videos. It's strange. It's really weird watching the impact on kids. This situation. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. Just being. I well, sorry. The the impact of COVID on kids. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I mean I I agree. Yeah, like just like I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 funny hearing how many parents can't fucking handle having their kids in their home all the time, and like for some people it makes sense because like if you're an essential worker, a lot of people rely on having school to like take care of them being out of the house for some time. Mm-hmm. So, like, so like in that situation, and even if you're not an essential worker, even if you're required to just be in person, I get that. But there are some people that just like can't stand the idea of like their fam- their kids just staying at their house for a very long time. Hmm. I think I kind of get that too because I'm I'm kind of getting in that mood where I'm like, I love my family, but I'm around my family way too much. Yeah. It's it's oh, yeah. getting it's getting it's overbearing. So, it's kind of funny sometimes when I so I miss my home terribly, but whenever I get home. After, like, the third or fourth day, if I'm really lucky and I get to stay there for a long time, I'm, like, I feel like I'm I'm wearing my welcome. Like, you mm-hmm. don't feel like you belong anymore? Not necessarily belong, but I feel, I don't know, my parents are very kind, and I feel like sometimes I take advantage of them, whether I'm intending to or not. 
That's and, fair. And so, like, I just get so anxious. I just. Like, you know, like, I can take care of myself. I should probably be doing that. Like, that's what I was raised for, you know? Yeah. So it's like, eh, I should probably be doing that. I'll get back on it. I mean, like, I don't know. Right now, I'm I'm living surprisingly well, considering uh, considering this, I was like very anxious about living on my own. Hmm. But at the same time, I know when my dad finally retires, healthcare, uh, auto insurance, phone. It's just it's just so much extra shut. Shit, and I'm already. Shit. It's already extra shit, and I'm already contemplating how to save more and more money. Hmm. In in terms of like your childhood, like image of who you are now. Uh, did you ever? How does your like? How do I frame this? When you were a kid, you know how you imagined what you would be like as an adult. How does that compare to you now? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Like, there's no comparison. No. Like, it's totally there's different. absolutely no correlation. Like, it's who, extremely who you, different. Who you... No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who you thought you uh, might be in comparison to who you are now. I think I turned out better than what my what child version of me thought I was going to be. Oh, yeah? I think child version of me would would be very very pleased with how i turned you probably wouldn't be pleased that i'm still overweight but i was i felt always socially awkward and obnoxious and i i think kid version of me would be pleased to see i've made so many friends in my life oh that's a good answer that's cute i love you connor mm-hmm. i think so for for kidney, uh, like I definitely had this image that uh, I, as an adult, like starting eighteen, I would already be living by myself. I think I've always dreamed about that, just to live on my own, which I haven't unfortunately gotten to experience quite yet. Although I crave it and I mention it all the time, but uh, hopefully that that experience will come sooner and later. Um. I think I I was also imagined myself with like a kid at the age of 25. And then I think really? that yeah yeah like when I was 25 I I think I thought that 25 was the perfect age to have a kid. Just because um everybody around me, like my entire family, an extended family, by the time you're 20, you probably have a kid. Like it it's kind of the 20% or like 15% of people that don't have kids by 20 years old. Like, people get right down, right down to fucking. What about Sammy? Oh, my brother Sam? Uh, <laughs> he's chilling. No, he? no, he's just chilling. Vibing. He's, he's just vibing. Um, kid. But I mean, I, this was like my expectations as a kid. Yeah. And of course, everything's changed now just because, I mean, I don't want to have a kid until I'm probably like 30, like thir late 30s, 38 maybe. And by then, it's just like, uh. I don't uh, want to have kids very, like, very early in my life either. Me and Ariel talked about that and like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like kids, kids are too much. There are some people that get kids so early and it, it's... Like, I feel like you haven't even grown into a person yet. Like, your brain doesn't mature until you're 25. Why the fuck am I ha Why the fuck am I churning more kids out? But and I'm not even done yet. This bitch even even done cooking. <laughs> I think I think I'm in the same boat. But the thing is, like, I, I feel like I've lived such a sheltered life that I I wouldn't be ready to. Well, I guess no no parents ever ready to like have a child but i feel like i'm not ready to accept or choose the responsibility of what it entails to have a kid it's just like yeah i love kids I i've been kid around kids all my entire life like i had like a, a really big hand in helping my parents raise my younger siblings too so it's just ooh, i don't want to do that again 
Oh, yeah. You don't want to do it again? I don't want to do that again. No, no, no. You don't, don't like it? It's, it's not that I don't like it. It's just when, you, when there are kids around, you focus so much of your attention on the kids to the point where you kind of neglect yourself. Yeah. That's what uh-huh. happened to me. Like, like when I in high school, I would go to school, I'd get back home. The f- instant I get back home, I'm thinking, okay, um, how, what, what should I make for my younger siblings? Like, what, like, uh, what do they want to eat? Like, what's healthy? Like, are they getting enough um, nutrients and stuff like that? Like, are are they? Do I, do I, are they tired from come uh, from school? Or what do they need? Are they working on homework? Like that's the stuff yeah. I thought about when I came home as from high school, which I, I don't. It's not like typical of a high school to think that kind of thing. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, like I missed a whole bunch just because I wasn't thinking about myself. Yeah. That's fair. I suppose so. And that's that thing. So I was like, uh, I think I just need a good, solid 10, 15 years just, just to me. I need me years, essentially. I think, like, you know, it's kind of funny because, like, sometimes with, with my job being a residential counselor, you never know when, like, you might need it to be called to do, like, an extra shift. <laughs> like, I think that's kind of, like, the fear of parenthood, just knowing that, like, you might be you're just like you have to just keep doing it mm. yeah, yeah, you, don't yeah. get a, you don't get a break and like keep in mind I only work 40 hours so like 40 hours a week so it ain't it ain't fucking shit compared to somebody that actually is a parent but like when I'm told that I might have to work I might have to be like another 8 I had to spend another 8 hours essentially being a parent to a bunch of kids that can sometimes be mean um, Dude, it ain't fun. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. It's like oh, at, at times, um, like kids can just, ooh, like be the worst things. But it's like, oh, okay, well, at least, yeah. well, I know they're not the worst things. So it's, it's that kind of feeling. There's, there's, yeah, because there's, there's things worse than kids. It's the the people that treat them badly. Sure, I sure. think. This job has taught me that there are some people that are just going to go to hell. Anyways. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're down a really dark road. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but... How about, how, how about this? How about this? Um, do you think your childhood version of you would like you as you are now? Um, Depends on what age. Let's say... Um, seven. Do you think seven-year-old you would like you? Um, a seven-year-old? Yeah, seven-year-old seven seven. Connor. What do you think? Seven-year-old Connor would be scared of me right now because I'm very big. And oh, yeah? Weren't you big as a kid? I wasn't that very big. I was big at birth, and then I kind of went the natural size of most kids, and then I exploded around 12. Oh, okay, okay. Would would seven year old Connor just be terrified? Is that it? Um, yeah, I think he, I think he'd be like, "Oh, this this guy's kind of tight after a bit," but like, oh, <laughs> this guy, dude, Connor, I think you're pretty tight. Yeah. Connor, you got kind of tight, dude. <sighs> oh, shit. Seven year old me, for me, uh, seven year old me was a pathological liar. I lied all the time. I'm, I was a schemer. I was a menace. I was a bad kid, so I I don't think I would like seven year old me. <laughs> uh, and and vice versa, I just don't think uh seven year old me would like me now, just because I had so much expectations of myself as a kid. Like, oh, dude, I'm meant to be rich. That that was literally my mindset. Like, I'm meant to really? be like the best person. Also, because I have had an inflated ego, right? It w- you do wasn't. That well, the, it, it wasn't something I did to myself. It was like it's kind of the, the thing where, you know, you know, 
you ever know what it's like to be popular? Yeah. Mm, not really. I know what it feels like to be really liked. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's the same thing as popular. When I was really young, I was uh, I was kind of popular, and I didn't like it. Fuck you, dude! I ate that shit up. <laughs> like, I remember it when I was when I was seven. I got like four different love letters from girls, and I thought I was the hottest shit. Are you serious? I'm serious. Like, I had a cubby and everything, and like, like I remember uh, over the course of two two months, I got four love letters. I thought I was the uh, the flyest guy ever. When I was a kid, I used to. I remember one time when I was like, I was like crying and I was alone in my room and I was writing down in a notebook how to become cool. How to become cool? Yeah, I was so fucking desperate to be <laughs> like, dude, it was bad. It was fucking bad. But, no, dude. I had the opposite thing. I hated popular people after first grade. Mm, sure, sure. Like, despised. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I, I, I don't think Connor was competent enough to become popular back then. Mm. I think uh, I was pretty socially fucked. Oh. <laughs> I'd say you're pretty popular now. I suppose. You could pretty say cool guy. That. Yeah, um, I think, I think, I think, cool. I don't know. I think I'm liked, but that doesn't make me popular. Oh, well, I people, guess. People. I've seen people at my work that are popular, like staff-wise. Oh, and, okay. uh, I don't think I don't think I'm one of them. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I just need to do my best to accept myself because, uh, and there's no returns on this dude. Sure, very no true, returns. Very true, very true. That's all you got, homie. Uh, unless. Unless. No, never mind. Never unless. mind. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I don't, want, I don't want to talk about. It. I think I was a popular kid all throughout grade school. I like until when I got to middle school. I was like, you know what? I think I'm, whew, I'm, I'm turning real shy once middle school rolls around. But okay, so you're saying this everything, was a choice? Yeah, it was a, it was, it was a choice. It was a choice. Trust me, serious? it was a choice. No, serious? it wasn't a choice. It was, a choice? It was um, I was, I was gaining weight, and also I was growing. Mm. I was going through puberty, and I was growing acne. Like, no one's business. So I was like, uh, you know, uh, I just started receding to myself a little bit. Um, the hell. Yeah, the hell, right? The hell of growing up and realizing that your your vision of hot shit is not you. It's not you. It can't be you. That's tough. That's tough. So that hurts, brother. <laughs> I, I had a defeated ego all throughout middle school. And then it was even worse in high school because, ah. Uh, really? I hadn't. Well, yeah. I, I think I, I said this that uh, there was a period of uh, high school where I would actually say that I had no friends. I didn't talk oh. to anyone. Yeah. I felt that way at some points. Mm. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. But. Uh, I don't know. I think at the end of the day. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. No, like seven-year-old me, you're you're fucking stupid. Shut up. I I I think I. Uh, it's kind of like you know when like you're you become an artist and like whether it's like drawing or painting, and eventually you're good at making really good pieces, but then you see like a piece that you've made from a very long time ago and it's bad, and you kind of cringe at it. Sure. I and think I that's kind of like the same. Th- it's. I think that's kind of the same thing as making friends. I think it's a skill, and you know, you just kind of have to forgive yourself for like just not knowing. I guess so. I like, do that. The thing making... is, the thing is, I feel like, I feel like I made friends naturally as a kid. Like, oh, there I was, like I had no inhibitions <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh shit! No, um, I was very, very. Sh- very awkward and then I could become very loud or and if I wasn't loud I was sad and it was just like you know 
Connor, can you find an in-between, please, dude? Because you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to the extremes. <laughs> you did go to the extremes uh, every so often. I do. It's okay. I, yeah, I know. I, 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 I'm able to forgive myself now. Fuck all y'all. Man, I wanted to know you as a kid. That would have been something. Me? Yeah. Oh god! I only know you now. Yeah, no, it's kind of funny. Like, out of all of us, you're the only one that like didn't know us as really young kids. But I'm glad that I'm glad that you got into our group when you did. I think it would suck if you didn't. Yeah, I think that was like literally my only chance to get into this group of friends. I love you. I love you, <sighs> I love you love too, you man. Lifelong. Yes. And beyond. <laughs> Dude, in the afterlife, we're just chilling, naked, next to each other. That's hard. Three feet apart because we're yeah. not gay. Gavin, God's going to make us a cabin for a student <laughs> to live in all together. He's not going to let me see my mom and dad. And that's where I would Why like not? to end my life. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> As long as you're happy, dude. Yeah, I'm not. Just kidding, I am. And that's where I would uh, like to meet the end of this podcast. So stop talking. <laughs> so fucking shut up. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of Co-Opt Up. Uh, if you liked uh, what we were talking about today, uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Or, you know, if you disliked it, dude, fucking, fucking go off. I want to hear that. I'm gonna drop. My, I'm gonna drop my email in the in the description. Send something my way. Tell me how you feel. Can people so already send you... emails to us? I'll dox you. I'll find. Technically, you. I think so. Like, can't you just like? Is is there a messenger system on YouTube? That used to be way back when. There used to be like, there used to be like letter like messages you could send. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I used to send messages to people I liked. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think. I think that's a thing anymore. Do you guys? Do you guys remember? Do you guys know who Darkside Phil is? Absolutely. Yeah. I actually got a message from him once. Oh yeah, yeah. You said that the, he he commented yeah. about your like uh, gameplays, right? No. Oh uh, no. This was a long time ago. This is when he was doing Fallout Three, and he was just trying to get popular. And I commented and I said, "Hey, I really like your stuff." And he said, you know, thanks, man. And this was before he was known as notoriously being like a butthurt person. Mm. And I was like, what a great guy. And now, like, when I remember when a, I remember when, when the when the when his masturbating scandal was on Twitch, I was <laughs> oh, yeah. just like, I've actually I've actually engaged with that man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Did you feel good you about what? yourself? Do you? I felt good for a long time. Oh, I really well. liked him. I really, you know what? I don't regret it. The one thing that's fascinating about Darkside Phil, uh, I'll say this and then I'll we'll end it, um, is that throughout countless of times, the internet has tried to cancel him, but it has oh, never, yeah. ever succeeded. He's gotten like, like he gets like average nine hundred views of an like a video with like three hundred dislikes and no likes, and he still keeps churning. That dude is insane. Like he's got so much power. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's more because he's just so desperate because he can't find a different kind of job. I mean, I guess. Well, I think if there's anything to learn from Darkside Phil, it's the tenacity behind his yeah or but maybe maybe it's not tenacity maybe it's desperate only desperation. we should hope we're as, we're as stubborn as dark side phil you know absolutely all right everybody thank you for tuning in to this week this podcast was brought to you by viewers like you and don't you ever forget that thank you don't thank you hunt you down Thank you for tuning in to Co-Opt Up. If what you heard here sparked any kind of emotion, be sure to leave a comment below. You can also catch us live every Wednesday at 6 to 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time on our Twitch channel. Oh, and one last thing. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel where we do whatever the heck we like. Bye bye